with Adrianosaurus, the coach of Rapana Rama. Man, do I need a big daddy score. The last couple of weeks has been absolutely terrible for me. Um, obviously, I went Cleary uh, a couple of weeks ago and he did the hammy, so that was an extremely low score there. And then last week, um, Nico Hines was my captain, and that's two bad ones in a row. Um, this year, it's just like one step forward, a couple of steps back for me. Unfortunately, a bit of um, bad luck. I One of my trade-ins in Alicia Katoa, who I was getting ready for this buy, um, copped that eye injury and only scored, you know, low teens. Um, and then he's out on the TLT. I just can't buy a win um, for the life of me. I went down to Canberra to watch uh, Crocus 300. I had a little bit of a bad feeling in my bones that, um, you know, the because the, I know that Sean Johnson loves play the Raiders. Uh, yeah, and he got absolutely spanked. But I'll tell you what, um, it was still really nice to go and support uh, the captain, my team, uh, in his 300th anyway, and I did enjoy myself despite the loss. Um, but super coach wise I have just been going red arrow, red arrow, red arrow. Just a little recap on how I've gone um, last week. Uh, you know, I obviously had Nico as the captain, which was a bit of a stinko. Um, you know, he's not one of those ones that you think you're going to get a score like that out of him. And it was really unfortunate. I mentioned Ellie Katoa as well. Um, once I knew Cody Walker was out, I was really worried about AJ, but I didn't have enough players to be able to sit him. So I played him uh, and, you know, just a few things sort of didn't go right. I finished with a one one eight six, which was definitely unders. Um, I lost nine of my 10 head-to-heads, which is a real pain in the ass because this is the buy period, which, you know, players like me have been playing for years and years and years. Um, um, plan really well for, and we usually look forward to these um, periods. And I'm just bloody going down the ladder, which really shits me. Um, so look, but I'm not going to let it get me down. I'm going to just keep on um, playing. If anything, because I've sort of um, dropped back on the ladder a few um, <laughs> spots, I feel a bit more cavalier and just sort of like having a bit more fun with it, not trying to be so serious about it and just back in my gut, which I think is kind of the way you should always play it. Um, but if you're in a really good position, sometimes you do play safer or you just try to mitigate risk risk to hold your rank. Um, now that I'm sort of um, down in 11,347, I might as well just, um, you know, go large, go go hard or go home. Um, I did go down 3,742 spots last week, which stings. But look, that's all I want to talk about on last week's um, score for me. Um, it was around where, um, you know, someone like Garrick, who people saw him play one game in um, 
the centers and didn't really love what they saw. Um, and then, you know, if you went and put a VC on Garrick in that game or you had well, ballsy enough to go the straight cap to 160, you had a ripping round. So well done. It was sort of like a 1300 was the par kind of round. So um, another bad round for Ado, but you know, I'm in good spirits nevertheless. Um, let's go over the teams in this all important buy round. Um, Origins, thrown up a couple of curlies um, and also TLT has thrown up a couple of curlies as well so it's not put it in disarray but I think it's probably put people in a position where they feel a lot less um, confident about how they're going to track this week for numbers and for scores um, you know so it'll be interesting to see how um, people trade this week and what sort of numbers people are going in obviously we know in these buys you get your top 13 scores out of the 17 that you select um, so if you've got 19 players you're not going to get uh, even if those two that you haven't selected in your four reserves go and score 160 you're not going to get their 160 the 13 scores are going to come out of your 17, uh, 17 players so that's there's a bit of info for you if you weren't aware of it um so look people might just be bare bones this week um we'll have a look how um i'm looking as well we'll talk, we'll talk about the t- um, trade trends who are people are bringing in this week i'll give you my opinions on that uh and i'm going to go just rank in each position um hooker front row second row forward etc um which players i think are the best ones for this round and probably even with a mind's eye forward because um the round next is going to be a tough one as well we've got three teams on the buy and origin um so you know it's going to be a tough round in round 17 um no doubt uh upcoming and you know we've got the set and the next big major buy as well coming up so i'll talk about players that i like on or in that sort of realm um i'll look about my i'll look about i'll have a chat about my trades for the week um and i'll look at the vcs and c's for the week you heard uh the song there doing a bit of whitney houston <laughs> you know um and nico hines obviously is an omission from origin um i feel really bad for the kid because he is probably my favorite player you know just um love to see nico play um and also just because of the person he is off the field you cannot um ever wish anything bad to happen on nico uh, and i really hope that he doesn't let this get him down i just think um for selections in origin it's kind of like um because you've got tedesco um you know tommy turbo and latrell who'd be absolutely outstanding at fullback in origin um don't get a go there because Tedesco's like um the captain and has been the best fullback for a very very long time so uh, in the case of nico because you had a someone like nathan cleary there um I really felt like it was probably not good um, to pick Nico in the 17 because I didn't think it was the best idea for utility. They've obviously corrected that, um, you know, the New South Wales team in uh, Origin 2 with Mitch Moses, who's one of the curlies. I saw a lot of people bringing him in last week, Mitchie. Uh, you would have got a good score out of it, but I guess people are planning to have him for this week or taking the risk, which is not going to work out for you because you're going to miss him from this week. But I think maybe if Nico wasn't in the 17 um, incorrectly, you know, as the utility and then obviously put out a on field in a dire situation there in the centers um i think he might have just been picked straight out being so um great for a number of years and probably the best seven next to cleary or even ahead of cleary over the last couple of years i think he might have just come straight in a bit more of a front runner i think because of the way it was done in in the first one is why he was left out and they went with mitch moses who's been in good form as well so um look i feel sorry for nico but He's back. He's back in teams for this round. Um, and he's going to be burning. And I wouldn't expect another low game from Nico like last week. But even if he does, he's allowed to because he's Nico and we love him. And he's um, had a couple of setbacks. So 
you know. Uh, but it is bonus for, for super coach teams to have him back in. And if you were somebody that was like, um, I'll grab Nico after the uh, origin or I'll grab him whenever I want, he's probably going to be the top traded in player be just because people who have, you know, let him go and always had the plan to bring him back in when you, when you could. Well, you can now <laughs> because he's available this week. So let's kick it off with the um, buy round 16 and the team list. So it's obviously limited teams this week. Um, and we'll discuss the main sort of talking points from each um, team. And I'll give you my tip for the winner. Before I go into teams, I just want to give a bit of a shout out to the people at League Unlimited.com. You can follow them on the socials. I see them on Twitter. Um, I'm sure they're on Facebook as well. I don't know where else, but I follow them on um, uh, Twitter. So look them up, League Unlimited. They've got great content in there. I always get my team list sort of um, info off them. So I'm doing a total, total rip off just reading the information off them because I like their little blurbs. They give you the real straight and succinct, the changes in uh, each team, ins, outs, whatever. So I just want to give them a huge shout out because they're the actual, um, <laughs> more than even the NRL.com uh, people that I use to get my sort of team information in there and a terrific follow as well for um, NRL content. So big shout out to those guys, um, a ripping follow. Um, all right, let's have a look at the games. Uh, we've got the North Queensland Cowboys up against the Penrith Panthers on the Friday night. Um, it's going to be a country bank stadium. Now, when it comes to the North Queensland Cowboys, we've got Tualagi, Valentine Holmes, Reese Robson's got a call up into the Origin team. I think he's a ripping, um, he's made for Origin, you know, but it's probably a big loss for the old uh, uh, Cowboys. And, and you know, Appy as well, um, unfortunate injury there uh, with the facial injury um, gives Cook another go as well. But I like the pick of um, Cook starting and, and Reese Robson off the bench. I think that's a, a two-hooker combination that could be really um, good for New South Wales. Um, but it is a loss for the Cowboys. Jeremiah Nanai also has been uh, given a call up um, after the one game to get back into that Origin team. So there's a lot of outs of their really good players there, the Cowboys, but they are... Um, lifted by the return of captain Jason Tamalolo this week, who's going to come back in. Kyle Felt's going to come back in as well. Zach Labart's going to come in as well. Um, Sam McIntyre, Kulefu Fainafuiki, sorry, I'm, I'm no good. I apologize. Um, is going to come in as well. So Felt's the wing, Labert's the center. Tamalolo is going to go into lock. McIntyre's the bench. Um, and so is Kualifu is going to be on the bench. Um, Granville's going to go from the lock to hooker. Um, big losses out of that team. Um, you know, I, I think um, the biggest ones for me are probably um, Robson, who's very important to their team, and Cotter. Um, obviously, you know, people like Val is world-class as well. But, um, you know, if you go with Peter Pettigrew, you get someone who, who's got the experience of felt in. I think that that covers it. But I think that there's a number of big losses in there for them. Over to the Penrith Panthers. Um, Crichton's going to go out of the team. I know that he's not in the 17 for origin is he going to be released back to the panthers is he going to be 18th man i don't know um total's obviously gone into origin luai holds on to his 5-8 spot um which i think is fair because he was pretty good in origin and and been good since i don't think he was um a package deal necessarily with um cleary because i thought um 
He's done nothing really to lose his spot in that Origin team. Uh, Liam Martin is out, um, but that's not an Origin call-up. That's because of the HIA. Uh, And obviously, Isaiah Yo um, is off into Origin as well. Tyrone Peachy is going to come in in centre. Jenkins is going to come in on the wing. Zach Hoskins is back this week, which will be good for teams who have held on to him because he was out last week. Um, He's going to go into the second row. Matt Eisenhuth into the lock. And Luke Garner is going to come in on the bench. Jamin Selm is going to go from the bench into the 5'8 position. Um, look, the big losses there, I think, um, definitely Luai with them, particularly because Cleary is out. Um, and, you know, I think Cogger and Salmon, look, Salmon and, and Cogger are both very competent, I guess, um, players. I want to tip the Penrith Panthers in this one, mainly because um, I reckon they've still got players like Dylan Edwards, James Fisher-Harris. Um, you know, they've got... Uh, yeah, Targo, who's a great you know, player. You've got Sorensen, who's in ripping form. Uh, I think they've got enough in there, actually, to still get them done. I think the Cowboys probably lose more um, with the players that were, you know, unexpected, I guess. Nanai was in the running, but I didn't quite expect him and Robson as well. So they've lost a lot of big um, names in their team. So I'm going to go to the Panthers in this one. Um, let's move it on to the Newcastle Knights versus the Sydney Roosters. Um the news there is Greg Marju, who, who, you know, he's pretty well-owned and people have held on and enjoyed some lovely scoring from him. People are probably planning on bringing him in this week as well, but he's out. Um, Tyson Frizzell is into the Origin team as well. So Tuwala is going to go in on the wing for Marju and Lachlan Fitzgibbon is going to go in to the second row for Tyson Frizzell. Um, Ponga, he was terrific last week in the fullback position. Um, I imagine we're going to see him on the um, most traded in as well um, because he is an X-Factor player and he can go big uh, 100s. Uh, over to the Roosters, who are going like an absolute bloody busted, aren't they? Um, for them, James Tedesco's off into origin, obviously. Lindsay Collins as well. Matt Lodge is out of the team as well. Billy Smith, um, who a lot of us were selling, have probably already sold because he's been very underwhelming um, after his initial good start. Um, he was Missing last week as well because of an injury, but he is back um, this week in the centres. So, I mean, I'm sure no one's going to trade him now, are they? Because even though he hasn't been scoring well, we all need numbers in this uh, buy round. So he's back in. Um, White is going to go into the lock position and Tyrell May is going to come in on the bench. Um, the changes for the team is Drew Hutchinson's going to go from the centre back to the bench. Joseph Manu hasn't been going great in the 5A position, I must say. He's just a bit, I mean, I'm probably people were looking for a sell soon. I wouldn't be selling him now because he's um, obviously important in this round and he's filling in for Tedesco in fullback. And whilst I don't know if I'm convinced on Manu in 5'8", I'm very, very convinced on him in fullback. And um, he should be a really popular VC or C for people this week playing in the fullback position. Um, Now, let's have a look um, in in that one. I reckon I'm going to probably say... uh, Who am I going to say, Ado? What do we want? What do we want? Um, I want to say Roosters. I'm going to say the Roosters win this. They far out. They need some wins, the Roosters. Um, I reckon Joey Manu is going to star this week. He's going to be an absolute star. Um, it's going to be so great to see Pogo go um, against Manu. But look, uh, at McDonald Jones Stadium, I think probably the Knights have been playing a bit of brand of football than um, the Roosters, but um, they've got to just get some... They've got to get some wins, the Roosters, here, big time. Um, so I want to tip them. Um, Parramatta Eels up against the Manly Ringer Seagulls for the Parramatta. Eels. Mitch Moses has uh, grabbed that um, spot, replacing Cleary in the halfback position. I reckon he's probably the closest one. I reckon it's so 
important in that game to have someone who's got an elite kicking game. I would have probably accepted A-Ray as well, probably because he plays up at Suncorp now um, and he's really mature ahead and he's got a very good kicking game. Maybe I reckon Moses might even have a better long kicking game. So I think he's really suited and he um, definitely looks like he's in form, uh, Moses. So well done to him getting the spot. Junior Paulo is obviously out into the Origin team as well. Maddo is back, but he's not going to come back into the back row. He's going to be picked in the 5-8 position. He's back to the old days of Roosters early doors. Um, Madison, so he's going to come in in the 5-8. Joe O is going to come in on the bench. Um, Arcee is going to go from the 5-8 into the halfbacks. But I thought he played really well actually filling in there uh, for Dillbag. Uh, and Ogden is going to go from the bench into the front row. So um, they're going to have a halves pairing in there, obviously, um, which is a bit of an odd one for what they've normally had. Don't you worry about Maddo. He's, he's a terrific ball player. I think he'll go sensationally well in the in the six as well. Uh, and I think Arcee's better than probably just a regular old first grader as well, in my opinion. Um, over to the Manly Ring of Seals, who, who've um, looked terrific. I mean, absolute spanking uh, last week to the poor old, uh, what's the names? Um, Dolphins. Um, Kyo Weeks has been named in the fullback position. A lot of us out there were hoping it was going to be bloody Garrick because uh, I feel like each time they keep giving Weeks a go, I don't love love what I see. Um, look, he's a player of the future, and I'm sure he's going to get um, benefits of you know regular first-grade games, but I would be putting Garrick back there, who's done a better-than-serviceable job, an exquisitely serviceable job in the fullback position. Um, so, you know, you know, it's a pity for me, but look, Garrick scored 160 from... Uh, center last week, but I just don't know. There's no turbo in the team, which Garrick, you know, we've been seeing him go to fullback and scoring really well back there. So it'll be interesting to see no turbo and Garrick in the centers uh, this week. So um, Tom Travoyevich is obviously out and Daly Cherry Evans is out. Kyo Weeks is going to go into fullback. Jacob Arthur, who's been recently um, moved from the Parramatta Eels over to the Manly Seagulls. He's going to go into the halfback position. Uh, Bullymore is going to go from the second row to the bench and Finu is going to come from the bench uh, into the second row forward. Um, look, Moses, it's a big out. Gutho, can he do it without Moses in that team? Um, look, it's at Combank Stadium. I'm going to say the Eels win this one at Combank. Um, Tom Travoyevich and Dave Daly Cherry Evans out of the team, I think, are just too important to those manly ringer seals. I think it'll, they'll definitely um, be, be, be solid. I think it'll be a, a, a strong game between the two teams. Uh, I just think that you take out those two players and it's, you know, a big worry for um, the manly ringer seagulls. Um, over to the West Tigers versus the Melbourne Storm. We've got Luke Brooks out. Um, injured last week he was. Um, Stefano called out of the clouds. He's gone into the old origin team. Um, and Happy Coruscant got that facial Injury last injury last week, so he's out. And Brent Naden's going to come into the centres. De Silva is going to come in on the bench. Um, I think he's hooker. Um, and Seafarth is going to come in on the bench. Uh, Toa, who filled in last week with the injury into 5'8". He was okay, I guess. Um, Tommy Talao is going to go from the centres down to the bench, which is a bit of an odd one. Get him out of the team if he's not going to be picked in the centres. Wakeham's going to go from 5'8 to the far, uh, halfback. Um, Bateman's going to go from the second row to the lock. Um, Sean Bloor is going to go from the lock to the second row. Polo is going to go from the bench to the front row. Jake Simpson, Simpkin is going to go from bench to hooker. And Kapoa is going to go um, from the bench to the centres. Now, I'll probably imagine people are going to be looking at Jake Simpkin, who's a pretty solid player for Supercoach. You know, he's, he's pretty good, okay, Supercoach scorer. Um, and... 
cheap, <laughs> which people obviously got happy out for an extended period. Um, they're going to be there um, covering the next buy as well. So West Tigers players are a good one to bring in because they're going to be there for all the games after the buys, and they've got this buy and the next buy. So um, people who got you know a Sunny Luke or a problem up there in the hooker might be grabbing um, you know grabbing a, a Jake Simpkin who's got a good um, you know a upcoming draw and he's cheap as chips uh, and he's going to get a decent run of the team because Abby's uh, out. Uh, over to the Melbourne Storm, we've got Coates getting a call-up covering Cobbo in the Origin. Munster, Mad Dog, is out into Origin as well. Harry Grant off to Origin. Welsh um, out. Is he injured? Or, I don't even see him in, in anywhere near the Origin team, so he must be. Is he injured? I don't know. I haven't done my research. Uh, and Katoa, Alicia Katoa, he got that gash, obviously, near the eye last week. And he's out. So far out, 8-0. I, I just can't catch a break because I got him, you know, trying to build up the team numbers for this buy. And there you go. Alessia Katoa's out. Is he not even extended? He's not. He's gone. I'm not going to get him. Eh. Look, um, you've got uh, Justin Olam there in the 18 as well. He might come into the team. Um, but for poor old Ado, you're not going to get any Alessia Katoa. And, um, you know, he's probably mostly only useful for this up to this round. Um, look, you've got George Jennings going in on the wing. Pezzet is going to go into the 5'8". Garlic is going to go in and fill in hooker. Um, McDonald onto the bench and Penne onto the bench. Nelson's going to go from the bench to the front row. And Sims is going to fill in for Katoa in the old second row forward. Um, in this one, played at Campbelltown, I'm going to say the Melbourne Storm. Yes, they've lost a couple of big names out of there, but I think um, Luke Brooks, I know he cops a lot of shit off people, um, but I think he's having a pretty good year, Brooks, and I think that you look at Toa and Wakeham in the centres, oh, sorry, in the halves, that really does not look nice to me. At least over in the Melbourne Storm, they've got somebody like Jerome Hughes uh, in there who's an old head. Meany's been terrific there in, in fullback as well. Um, so I'm going to tip the uh, Melbourne Storm, even with those names out, to get the win in that one. Off to the last game, we've got the Cronulla Sharks up against the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. Um, they got an absolute spanking last week, the Cronulla Sharks. For them, Royce Hunt is out for an extended period. Um, Hazelton's going to come in on the bench. Oregon Kafusi's going to go from the bench into the front row. Obviously, the big news there for us is um, Nico Hines missing the 17 for Origin. We love you, Nico. Um, look, he's back into the team, which is huge for your Katoas, your Ramians, your Talakais, your Mulatalos. So um, that's a big back, a big back in, um, in back. Back in, he's back in, um, which is big for the Cronulla Sharks. Over to the um, Canterbury Banks then, Bulldogs. Uh, Addo Carr is going to go into origin, and Braden Burns is going to come in on the wing. Um, I'm going to tip the Cronulla Sharks for a bounce back this week and an absolutely um, sensational, ripping, bloody game from Nico um, this week in returning to the Cronulla Sharks team. Um, and them obviously wanted to bounce back after last week. Um, the dogs have been a little um, underwhelming, let's be honest. Um, so I'm going to tip them. Let's move it on to the most traded in and out. I'll give you my two cents on the trades. The most traded out player this week is Dillbags, um, 5.6% of people. It was smart probably to hold him for last week and see if anything changed and if some something changed in the, the proceedings there for him um, and he came back in, he would have been an absolutely terrific um, play for this week. So people obviously know that that's not the case and he's not going to be available this week. They're moving him on. Absolutely makes sense to me. Number two on the list is Katoa there from the Dolphins. Um, he's been moved out by 46 
Unfortunately, um, it's not a whole lot of money because he's only worth the 301000 Lost a bit of money last week at five, uh, $5,600 with that 37. Um, look, I, you move him on. He's just been, and look, and um, that's the thing with him. He's obviously a rookie and there's no saying that he won't come good or get better as the year goes on, um, especially with those Dolphins when they get names um, back, you know, in the team. Um, but I think it's a sensible move to get him out of there in the five, eight and a half back. And I imagine I can guess a few players that people are bringing in. Uh, number three on this is Nathan Cleary. People obviously didn't move last week. I'm one of them because I just sort of thought um, if Moses is not in origin, he's a perfect pick for teams into the halfback. It does Nico get picked for origin? Um, you know, so is he available to you? And and obviously people who didn't even own Nico, um, you know, if, if, you know, he's back into teams and clear he's um, been stashed on the bench. You can go back to Hines. So I absolutely support that one too with Cleary being out long-term. Number four on the list is Jackson Ford. Um, he's uh, lost a bit of money recently as well, 19.1. Look, there's... You know, he's going to be there for the round 19. Um, he could be an important one in the round 17 as well. Uh, but obviously the Warriors are on the buy this week and people are just moving him as a piece. Maybe if you've got Katoa, you move him instead. Um, but people are moving Jackson Ford on. He's just lost a little bit of money and the scores have not quite been there. I mean, I was at the game and it was um, Sean Johnson's show. He only scored 34 last week. Um, the week before was a 58. So the scoring is pretty mild. Um, but, you know, I guess people are just getting rid of him now because he's on the buy pumping up a number now. I hope that you're pumping it with a number that plays the next buy as well, like a West Tiger or whatever, um, because Ford's going to be there for the next buy. Um, number five on the list is Khan Pereira. He's lost a little bit of money last week as well to the tune of 48000 uh, He was a sensational cheap. He's made a lot of money over time, but on the buy and, uh, you know, with uh, the the 48 loss last week, you don't want to lose a lot of money for, from him when he comes back. So, um, yeah, move him on. Uh, he's done his job, I think, as a cheapie, and he's only just lost a little bit of money, so move him on. Number six on the list. How unfortunate for people. Um, Mitch Moses, and this is the problem when you go early sometimes, because the chat was as A-Ray was a strong chat or Hines. I mean, I guess people were probably taking the risk with him. The good thing about him is he made 54000 last week. Um, Mitchie's having a ripping year as well. He's got the call up to origin. At least you got the 89 points out of him last week. Um, but people having to move him on, he's 23% owned. And at this stage, we've got 2.8% of people moving him on. Um, and I guess people who have him in there... Uh, if you've got a Heinz, I guess, now as well, you've got a Heinz-Moses combo. Maybe you don't even move him because who's the who's a good option to go to now after um, we've lost, you know, Mitchie out of there? And you, you obviously, um, Heinz is a great one, but if you've already got him, who do you go to? There's not a great deal of options outside of Nathan Cleary, Heinz and Moses this year. Um, so anyway, particularly on the buy. So, yeah, I mean, people might be holding on to him. And he's only been moved at 2.8% now as we speak. Um, number seven on the list is Jared Croker. Mate, that was a rough old trip. A couple of thousand dollars spent. I had some, we went out and did some fun things um, outside of the game as well. Um, and so it wasn't all the all the sadness for the whole um, week. But the Raiders, mate, they they put in one of the worst performances you'll ever see live. They're not having a great go of it at home, unfortunately. Um, look, Croker has been good. He's made 156000 He's onto the buy this week. Um, the break-even is... Uh, where are you, mate? Where's your break even? I don't even know. You know, but he's on the buy this week. Um, yes, he's going to be available. You know, I think 17 is going to be really hard 
So, you know, he's going to be there for 17. He's also going to be there for 19. Um, the last two weeks, he's got a 65 and a 55. So um, I guess people are looking at pieces that you can move out of your center wing for, you know, grabbing players for this round and hopefully for the next um, buy. But I don't know if I'd be moving him on. He's been scoring okay, mate. He's, what's his average for the year? His average uh, for the year is yeah, 49.6. Yeah, all right. Well, he's not averaging. He's not going to hurt you, is he, on the scoreboard? But, I mean, I guess people um, are just moving players that are on the buy this week to try to get in a player who's playing. Billy Smith, he's been moved by 2.5% of people, but he's been named uh, in the starting lineup there. And, look, um, it hasn't been terrific from him in the last couple of weeks, but we've got 50% success rate out of him. 71 in the first uh, game, 80 in the second, and then we've had a 24 and a 37 um, look, I hear in the last game he was injured as well, so that could have affected his score. I'm not willing to give up on him. Yes, he, he might well come in um, and play this week and score you 25 or 30, but hey, there's a possibility he scores one of those top top two scores, an 80-something, and that's extremely valuable in the buy round. Um, I wouldn't be moving him on. Don't move on green ticks, man, honestly. Um, Billy Smith, I'd hold him. Uh, number nine, this is Jerry Marshall King. Um, he has had a ripper here, Jerry Marshall King. Um, he's averaging 64.5. Wasn't a um, good game last week with the 17, unfortunately, which saw him lose 51K and, and hurt his average as well. Um, I think you move him on. He was um, great for people who had him um, into the the first buy, um, and he was his number one hooker at that point, you know, of the year. So he was a good option for people. He's made a lot of money as well. Um, well, no, he started expensively, didn't he? So he's, he's actually made money um, for the year at 9.1, and people you know, haven't lost much with the 51,000 last week. So he's got good value at 619,000. Um, if you're moving him on, though, I still have no bloody idea who you're going to in the hooker position for this week. Who who be trading Jeremy Marshall King to? Reed Marnie? I mean, who's not going great? I don't know. Um, number 10 on the list is Sonny Luke. Um, he's lost money. Can you believe it? Someone that cheap. Um, he's lost 13K uh, for the year. People getting rid of him. He's named on the bench. Uh, it's probably going to be the same old shit that we've got in recent weeks, but he's not going to be probably one of your top two, um, you know, top top 13 scores. <laughs> it's been a, oh, mate. I don't know if we read, read out the scores. Also, everything says that even if he plays this week, um, he ain't going to score any points that make it into your top 13 scorers. So I can understand moving him on, but he's a warm body, isn't he? Like, I mean, maybe that's the thing about um, Billy Smith. He, we've seen he's got 80s in him. And Sonny Luke, let's just say old mate, um, the hooker there goes and plays a bit of minutes at uh, lock or if he cops an injury and Sonny Luke gets lots of minutes. Um, you know, just People regret sometimes moving on these players that are, are being selected and in a buy round, I don't know, hey, I just wouldn't be doing it. I've got him, I'm going to play him. And hopefully he does get good enough minutes or lays on a couple of you know, tries. I mean, with big names like Luai um, and Cleary out of there, I think if he does come on the field, because th- he stunted those, I felt like, and maybe he got a bit of a friendly word. Those are the main players, mate. You know, you don't just too much going yourself and trying to do stuff. Um, maybe if he gets some minutes this week because they're both not in the team um, and, and yo, maybe he does. He's got a bit of ball play in him and I think if he comes on, um, he might do some more of it this week. So I reckon you hold him. Hold him. 
Let's have a look at the traded in. Um, number one on the list is Kalen Ponga. Um, he's made 73000 for the year. He's affordable, I think, at 603000 He's very uh, handy in the fullback or 5'8 position. Uh, and he looked pretty good to me last week, uh, Ponga. Um, 92 points from him, so not a ton. Um, he's got one ton this uh, year, but he's in the fullback position, and the scoring is always good there. Um, 92 last week, 77 the week before. I'm, I'm quite liking um, the look of Ponga over the last couple of weeks. Uh, and I think it's a good move for people. He's been brought in by 8% of people, uh, and I, I like it. I mean, people who might have been holding Brown, I think it's probably Ponga that you've got um, going in um, to teams, and I don't mind it. Um, Nico Hines has been brought back into teams. Is 5.6% of people. Um, missed Origin. Um, he's lost a bit of money recently, um, 63900 as well. Um, so he's cheaper than he's been uh, for all of us. The average has taken a bit of a hit as well. Uh, it's down to 93.6. Oh, Nick. You've dropped so much. Only joking. He's still having a ripping year. Last week was a 43, which hurt me as captain. Um, there's been a couple of low ones in the last sort of five weeks. Um, in a 40, he's got a 43. But those are the lowest scores he's done all year. And I think Nico's um, going to score sensationally well into teams. And look, he's going to be one of the top players you want. Absolutely, probably the top one you want. Actually, this week, um, you know, with the way the team list landed and Origin um, teams. So, um, yes, bring Nico back in. You're holding for the rest of the year. Um, number three on the list is Jake Simpkin. I did float that in the team list there. 235000 for him. He's lost a bit of money on his starting price to the tune of 100000 4.6% of people bringing him in. Um, the Tigers do play the games following the buys, which I think are harder than the buys. Um, they are out next week, though, um, because they're one of the buy teams in round 17. But he's going to be there for the second buy in round 19. Um, and, you know, he's, oh, like I said, he's scored a 76 last week. Um, and that's the thing, too, with him. You've got 23, 8, 13, 10. You've got all of these low ones in there. But he's, he's had games where he's played sweet FA minutes. Um, last week, it was big minutes in 64. Let's see if we can find what was his best minutes this year. We get a 34 minutes. So um, with 64 minutes, he, he scored a 76, and I reckon he's got a bit of talent, and I think he's got a bit of super coach aptitude. Um, you know, people are pissing off bloody um, Sonny Luke. Um, Harry Grant you know, showed you maybe you don't, you don't trade him last week because he's an absolute gun, and he was back in f business, wasn't he, uh, Harry? So maybe people are making a move you know, with Sonny Luke. I really think that he's got a bit more scoring about him, um, Jake Simpkin. So people are probably bringing him in for that purpose, and I don't mind it. Number four on the list is Ruben Garrick. Um, I would have loved to have seen him in fullback this week. But the break-even is 34. He scored 160 last week, so that's going to be in his uh, rolling average. He's averaging 78 for the year as well. So, um, you look, I, I don't think it's the worst thing. I don't know. I'm still not convinced on him in the centre position, and particularly with no Tommy Turbo in the team, maybe he's not the number one pick that you'd want to grab in this week, you know, because um, they don't cover the round 19, the Manly Seagulls. Um, yeah, I think the positive is that he's, you know, he scores well all the time. You know, he's got an injury-affected game. But outside of that, his lowest score was a 35, a 44, and then straight up to a 55. He's got a couple of tons this year, well, three of them, and a big daddy ton last week. So I know why people want him, and I think you could hold him for the rest of the year, but... Is he what you want um, for this week, knowing that you're not got him as the, the next buy? Um, you know, you've got other players like uh, Ronaldo's and you've got your Nick Meanies and you've got your, you know, Guthos if you've got sort of, you know, jewels and stuff like that. So 
Uh, would I be grabbing Ruben Garrick? I think I'm glad I've got Ruben Garrick, but I don't know if I'd be picking him this week knowing that they don't cover the next buy. I mean, have a look at your, you know, your round 19, see how you're looking for numbers, and maybe you just have to skip a Ruben because he's not going to help you. You got, I think everybody, you, you know, Jake Simpkin, yeah, because he's going to be there for the next buy. Grab him. Um, but, yeah, anyway, that's my two cents on Garrick. Number five on this is Britton Nakora. I grabbed him last week, and it wasn't um, – it was a shellacking by the Melbourne Storm, but he still scored 55. Um, he's having a really good year. Uh, he's averaging above 70. Uh, I think in the second row, he's probably one of the big uh, ones that you can grab. I think that Sharks have a good availability for your team moving forward for the rest of the year. So he'll be somebody that's going to be available to you um, in the, in, not in the 17 um, because the Sharks are on the bye, but he will be there for the next bye um, in the round 19. So Nakura, I think, is a good pick for people to bring into teams. He's been brought in by 37 you put Nico back into that team as well, um, it makes you very excited for your Sharks players because um, you take him out. Um, it's not as delightful, is it? Uh, number six on the list is Nick Meaney. Um, the Melbourne Storm have lost a few na- names from their team this week, and who knows how that's going to go for them. Um, but Nick Meaney's having a good year. He's at 72.9 um, average. Last week, they did shellac a team, and he only scored 63. I'll just give you that little warning. But look, he's... A, an absolutely consistent score. He's got a 38 in there, 44 or 45. Um, but after that, he jumps straight up to a 63. So, oh, sorry, a 60. So Nick Meany is a really consistent scorer. Um, you can pick him in your centers as well, which I like. Um, and I reckon you bring him in <laughs> because I've got him and, he, and I'm glad I've got him because he doesn't really get single digits. He's a very consistent scorer, averaging above 70 for the year. So I'm all for it. Number seven on the list is Jerome Hughes. Now, we talked about um, Mitch Moses obviously going off to origin and, and Hines coming back in. Um, I think those are the big three that you want in your um, sevens. And probably DCE and Jerome Hughes, who's been a bit down on uh, previous years. Um, he's only averaging 60.8. Um, but he's one of the ones I've had a bit of a look at. Obviously, if you've got a Cleary there and you want to make a move this week, I think it's going to be the Jerome show. Um, and he's got 119 last week, uh, which is going to be in his rolling average for a few more weeks. Um, he just hasn't been quite the Jerome um, that we know and love from previous years, particularly with his running. And the Melbourne Storm have been a bit down as well. But look, the last five weeks, you know, we had a 33 and a 43. And then we've had a 77, a 63 and a 119. Um, and he's not going to usually go big, big hundreds like 180s type stuff. But the break-even is 32. Um, you lose a Moses out of there, and I don't mind a Jerome pick. Now, Jerome will be there next week in the round 17, which I think is going to almost be harder, but he will not be there for the round 19. Um, but, you know, I don't mind it. I, I, look, I think the last couple of weeks he looks to be running, and I saw him in an interview saying Bellamy told him, just run, mate, play your natural go. Uh, And look, I just reckon without Munster in the team, it's all going to go through him. Uh, So I don't mind the pick. He's 590, which is really cheap. He could be, you know, you have him as a rent until uh, until, uh, Cleary's back and you move him on. So I don't hate it. Um, I just want to say to people that maybe, um, yeah, unless you've got a Cleary in there and you're not, you mean, there's no reason to hold Cleary. There was last week to sort of have a look who got picked for origin and, Obviously, because one of the ones we'd all would have been bringing in and Mitch Moses is out of there, I don't really mind the Hughes. He'll score you a 60 average, and if he has a good game like last week, 
he'll score 100. Um, I like it. Number eight on the list is Ronaldo Mulatalo. Ronnie, he's just lost a little bit of money, um, 23.1K. Um, and that's the thing with Ron. Um, they got um, hammered last week and he still scored a 73. Um, so he's having a really good year. Um, apart from the first round where he scored a nine, uh, his lowest score of the year is a 51. So that gives you every answer you sort of need about um, you know, Ronaldo Mulatalo. He's having a really consistent, solid year. He, he Previously, he had like these try games where he'd score really well. And then in other games, he had low ones in him. But this year, it's not been the case. It's been very, very consistent. And we've got Nico Hines back into the team, which I think is tick, tick, tick for Ronaldo Mulatalo. Clint Gutherson was rippingly good last week. Tries galore. Um, look, you lose Mitch Moses out of that team. It's going to be Gutho. We need Gutho. Um, he's first, oh, second ton of the year last week, 138. Look, it's into his rolling average. He's going to be there for the next buy. And he's going to be there for next week, week which I think is hard um, as well for teams. I don't mind Gutho in as well um, because, you know, your fullback options you could bring in this week. Um, Ponga, you could put in there and I really think uh, think Gutho um, will go large this week, particularly with um, Moses out of the team. Number 10 on the list is Dominic Young. Um, he uh, has been going pretty good. His average is 61 for the year. Um, look, the thing about him is he's got a 148 in there. He's got a 111, which he scored last week. Is it chasing points? I don't know. Um, but look, he's going to be for, for this round. He's going to be there for next round. He won't be there for round 19. Um, but he can get multiple tries. I like Ponger in that team, uh, four tries for, for, for all the guys there on the edges. Um, his average is 60, so it's not a 61, so it's not a 70-plus like we're getting for, you know, these elite center wingers this year. But um, people were probably looking at Marju this week um, and, you know, yeah, you've got an 18 out of him. You've got a 26, a 9 out of... Um, Dominic Young, but you can get big ones as well. Um, and 79, 111 in the last couple of weeks probably means the rolling average is in pretty good shape. So, yeah, I don't mind a punt on him as well. Although, um, would I prefer him or Ronaldo? I'd probably prefer Ronaldo. Would I prefer him or Nicora? I mean, or uh, Meany? I'd probably prefer Meany. That's just me personally. But those are the traded in and outs. Um, I'll move it on now to best player, I reckon, for now particularly this week, but also with a mind's eye to future rounds uh, by position. And we'll see how that one lands out. All right, let's kick it off in the hooker position. Um, look, there's probably, we didn't see Reed Marnie on there in the top picks because the three-round average is 33.3. Now, you know, I, I don't I don't think I'd personally pull the trigger on him because I don't think he's going to score you high enough for it to make a difference bringing him in for this round. But if you already own him, he's probably a decent enough hold, you know, over this um, you know, buy round. Like I said, he's a green green arrow, isn't he? But someone like Brake Braley probably um, appeals to me more because, you know, I said Nico back into the team makes a big difference. Uh, and his average is 54.2 for the year. Brake Braley, he's quite affordable. Um, but I don't, you know, look, he's breaking. 79 so you don't necessarily um yeah make money off him this week but you, you'd probably be a decent enough play he has scored 100 this year by the way as well um but i think you're probably more likely to get 50 60s out of him would i pull the trigger on a trade for him i'd probably just go and grab yourself uh jake simpkin personally because uh braley at 508 and and marnie for me they're just mids if you're probably going to want cook or harry 
Harry Grant. Um, and I think that if not that, you might as well go a cheapy, not a sunny Luke um, that scores um, okay. So um, who do you who do you want? You know, Jake Simpkin, I think, with 80 minutes is probably going to score as well as um, break Braley and Reed Marnie. And he's going to do it for a hell of a lot cheaper to your budget this week. Now, there's nothing else in there that I really would be too excited by when it comes to um, hookers to bring in this week. Um, you could have a look, um, you know, for the next buy. And, you know, obviously, um, you know, Cook and, and Robson, you know, we didn't, while it was just Appy, there was a chance that we could have had, um, you know, Damien Cook for the next buy, or we could have had Robson for this week. That's not the case. So I just don't love a lot of options there in the hooker. I'd probably just be going Simkin or nothing. Just, you know, that's that's just the, the state of uh, things in the in the hooker position, unfortunately. Now let's go over to the front row forward. Let's have a look at the, the best players, I think, for this round um, and moving forward on to, you know, the future rounds. Of the players that are available for this round um, in the front row position, David Clemmer's got the highest average uh, when it comes to front rowers, and that's only a 55.4 average. So do I like anybody in the front row forward to pick for this week? No, I don't, uh, unfortunately. Now, I'd be targeting players that would um, cover the next buy, but um, guys that cover this buy and next buy, um, Clemmer's the one with the best average. I don't know if I'd be pulling the trigger on bringing him in. I think it's got to be about Tino. I think it's got to be about Adam Fanua Blake. It's got to be Payne Haas, Tappany, um, Tohu type ones. Um, so if you wanted to grab somebody who was available for the round 19 buy, the best um, and available one that you can grab is Clever. So in a short um, statement, no, I wouldn't touch anything in the front row forward for trades this week. And, Unless it's um, Simkin uh, in the hooker position, I wouldn't be doing anything in the hooker either. Now, second row forward is not going to be um, that dire. Let's move on to second row forward and players that are available for you this round and next round. Um, the number one in there for me is going to be um, Hopgood. Now, Hopgood costs you 680 but I'd probably even say Nikora is definitely right alongside him as top options in the second row forward. Averaging 72 for the year, Jermaine Hopgood scored a 62 last week, which is quite respectable. Um, they do lose Moses out of the team, but I don't think that matters to Hopgood. He's going to still play well. I don't think Maddo uh, is going to steal um, minutes from him um, too much, but maybe next week it'll be the, be the case, Pop, maybe. Um, they still have had a lot of people out, unfortunately, as well. You're going to have Lane coming back in as well. But for this week uh, and next bye, you know, Hopgood, I think, um, is a good pick. Um, Nikora, I think, is a good player as well for moving forward. We do know they have the, the buy in 17, but um, the next the next buyers covered and this buy I think he's one of the top ones you can grab now Matto he played in 5-8 this week but um, he's averaging 70 for the year and um, look Matto has copped a couple of injuries he started the year late with his fine sort of stuff but when he's in the team playing big minutes he scores pretty bloody well last week he only had 37 minutes and scored a 64 um, is he going to score well in the 5-8? I think he'll be okay. I think he'll ball play and he'll be good. I think he'll still take runs as well, Maddo. Um, so I like him as a pick. Um, look, when they all come back, I don't know how much you want to own Eels players. If Lane's back into the team, RCG came back last week. Um, you got, you know, Maddo and Hopgood in there as well. So I'd be a little concerned about future, future. Um, but hopefully, yes, I don't know. I'd, if, if I already had Hopgood, I probably wouldn't bring in Maddo. If I didn't own Hopgood or Maddo, I'd bring in one, whichever your persuasion was, but not both um, of them. John Bateman, um, he's averaging 65.7 for the year, um, but he's been pretty good in recent times. 
games. Um, so I think he's warming up. Um, the three-round average for him is 86 points, and the five-round average is 74. He scored a 68 last week. So last five weeks, it's been a 53, a 59, an 80, an 80, a 102, and a 68. And I think John Bateman's a good pick because he's going to play um, the next two buys. He won't be there next week, though, um, but he's going to be um, a good player, I think, for the rest of the year. So I like him as a pick. Um, then you go down to some of the others. I think a lot of people will be happy to have Jacob Preston this week. He's averaging 62 for the year, and he had dropped off a little bit um, for the Dogs uh, in recent weeks, you know, but not terribly. 50, 62, 60. Um, he scored a 90 last week, and I think he's a really good player. So um, I don't mind him as a pick as well. Um, he's going to cost you 595, so sub 600, which the other guys I've mentioned on the list are not um, that cheap. So Teague Wilton's another one, obviously um, averaging 60 plus for the year, 563,000. So if your budget doesn't allow for one of those top picks, I don't mind him. Uh, I see people bringing in Isaiah Papali'i as well this week. I don't know if I love it. He's only averaging 55 for the year and he scored a 51 last week. He's lost 309. I mean, look, he's bottomed out. So um, do you want him uh, hoping that uh, he warms up? Uh, I don't know. I, I would grab Bateman. I'd find the money for Bateman, and I don't know if I'd grab IPAT for this year. Um, that's, that's that's all I'm covering in the second row forward. Halfback, we've talked about. Um, there's not a lot of great stuff in there with Moses now. Obviously, Hines is the guy you want 100%. So people are bringing him in 5.6. And I said I don't absolutely hate um, going uh, a Jerome who's not as good as he was last year. He's not going to get big, big hundreds, but obviously I reckon it's going to be the a uh, huge show this week. And I've liked, I've seen signs of life uh, for the running and the best stuff of Jerome Hughes in the last couple of weeks. So I like him as well. Um, Sean Johnson, uh, he's not going to be there for this week, um, Sean Johnson, but if you're looking at him as somebody that could be a, a jumping uh, block for you to get back to a Cleary when he comes back, I, I don't mind him either. He's been very good this year. So if you, I mean, would you trade him and bring him in now? But I'm just talking about players I like in position. So um, Hughes and um, and and uh, Sean Johnson, like I said, if you had um, you know Moses and you've you've gained Hines this week, maybe people just hold Moses and um, you know wait and play him until Cleary comes back and they just hold him. Um, let's move it on to the five eight position. Um, five eight is a, a bit of a tricky one because um, we obviously have Cody Walker who's not available for us this week, but he's going to be available for us in the next buy. Um, you've also got Matt Burton who missed Origin. He's averaging sixty one for the year, but um, it's not actually too sensational in the 5'8 position other than Dillbags, Munster um, and uh, Cody Walker, so um, I don't know if I'd be bringing in Burton Um, I don't know if I'd be bringing in anybody else other than one Kalen Ponga, so I would be bringing in Ponga um, in that position in the 5'8, I don't know if I'd be bringing in Manu, yes he's going to play five, uh, so play fullback this week but people were looking at trading Manu because he hasn't been, um, you know, knocking the lights out of it. <coughs> and we saw on the list there, pardon me, um, Ma, uh, Ponga was being brought in um, by a lot of people this week. And I think he's looking pretty good to me. And I think he's a good pick. Um, but outside of him, um, I don't know if I'd be doing too much in there uh, in the 5'8 position. Now, centre wing is a... Um, you know, a, a big uh, position because we obviously have ceiling players in there. Um, we obviously have a lot of players who we can choose from as well. Looking at options that cover both buys, um, I think uh, Ronaldo Mulatalo is probably right up there as um, the best ones you can have at 66.1, uh, 66.1 average for the year. Um, 
big big difference. Hines being back in the team. Um, look, people are going. Will, Will Penasini as well, who's averaging sixty one for the year as well. Um, he's been cons- consistently scoring as well. I am a little bit worried about um, Moses out of the team this week. Um, Talakai, I don't hate as well as who averaging sixty plus this year. Um, who else are people bringing into the centers uh, this week? Meany. Um, he's obviously not going to cover both buys, but I reckon if I was picking a player in the in the center winger this week, um, I would be one hundred percent grabbing a Ronaldo Molotalo because um, he's going to cover uh, both buys. He, uh, yes, he's going to have a buy in between that, but I reckon for the rest of the year and, and the consistency that he's playing with, he's probably the number one um, for um, looking at both buys um, moving forward. Uh, in the fullback position, uh, I think probably your best picks this week, um, looking at the two buys, is going to be probably Ponga if you if you of that persuasion, um, and I reckon you could probably take a look at Gatho, um, who without um, Moses in the team is obviously going to be. The, the main main bloke, I reckon, for them in attack. He scored 138 last week as well, Gutho. So that's his rolling average, uh, which is pretty good for the year at 74.0. So um, if it's not Bula or Gutho um, or Ponga, I don't know how many I actually love uh, in the fullback position moving forward. Yes, someone like William Kennedy is averaging 70-plus for the year, but he did score a 23 last week. Um, and I don't know. I just think um, the, the five-round average for him is 66, whereas you look at some like Bula, three-round average, 110. Um, and you look at Clint Gutherson with a three-round average of uh, 81. You know, he those guys are in recent good form. Um, and, you know, Gutho's cheaper. Oh, I get Gutho, personally. Um, you know, you've got Gutho um, as well this week, having to be the main player in that team with Moses out. So I reckon everything points to Jareem Bula, Gutho, or a Ponga, I reckon, for the... F- fullback, you know, Ponga's not going to cover both buys though, but those are the three that I'd be picking from. Uh, let's move it on to uh, my trades for the week. Tyrion to Hughes, um, like I said, Moses would have been my top pick, but he's gone off to Origin. I'm picking Hughes because I think he, with no Munster in the team this week and no Harry Grant, I think it's going to be the Hughes show. Um, I think he's probably looking a bit better in the recent weeks as well for running and doing what he does best. Uh, I reckon he's a good strong play for this week points-wise, and I reckon he's somebody who could hold his value, so it's not going to be so hard to get back to Cleary in the future. So he's going to come in uh, for Cleary. That's going to save me a little bit of money. Um, so my second trade, Lee Katoa is gone. I would have hoped to have him for this week. He's been scoring pretty good um, this year, but unfortunately copped that injury last week, and he's not going to be a number that we can get for this week. Yes, he's going to be there for the next buy. So, I mean, it is a bit luxury um, for me to be trading him out. I don't want to trade out Ben Murdoch-Masilla, weirdly, even though I could afford to do that. I could get Ben Murdoch-Masilla um, via all my jewels that I have down to um, Ronaldo Mulatalo. But I don't want to do that because, um, you know, he's useful as a piece that I have down in my second row um, to move a Tuppany down or a, or a Tohu down if I need to. So I don't want to do him. And I'll, well, another one I could afford to do it with is uh, Braden Williard. He's still not getting a run in first grade, unfortunately. Um, but he's handy. I've moved him around so many times between second row forward and center. And we know that those movabilities in those two positions, second row up to front row and, um, you know, second row down to center wing are very useful in Supercoach. So I'm going to be making the move of Katoa just because I, he, he was the main reason why I was going to hold him. I probably could have
could have even moved him. I probably had plans to move him because he wasn't someone I was uh, expecting to hold for the whole year. Um, but he's unavailable this week. So, you know, I'm, I move on Cleary down to Hughes and I make some good bank um, and I get rid of... Um, uh, Ali Katoa across to Ronaldo and it's going to leave me good bank um, for the future rounds. Now, I have mentioned that it's hard in the f- uh, future rounds. Um, if you look at the <laughs> the buy in round 16, um, Tuppany Harris, you know, those two guys are not going to be available in your front row. Um, so, you know, getting, uh, you know, a bit of movability around there or some money to be able to upgrade someone like a Mo Ali is handy and I can see myself being able to do that with the bank that I saved this week. So, um, let's have a look at what that's going to leave me at for this round numbers wise for me um are at 15 for the week um i will say in that um i've got a couple of speculative ones obviously sunny luke is one that i'm not expecting the world from so i really only got 14 um harrison edwards is one that i've got who's you know been okay he's averaging 50 for the year but um you know we saw a 32 last week and i don't know if i'm going to get a massive score out of him someone like josh schuster it's either an 80 or a, a 20 so i've got a couple that haven't been scoring super, super consistently. Um, And obviously, you know, we know Billy Smith over the last couple of weeks hasn't been good. So, you know, it's probably more like a 12, 13 strong numbers and it's going to, you know, probably 12 really. And I'm going to get one score out of a Sonny Luke Edwards, um, Schuster, um, uh, Billy Smith um, to take up my 13th spot, um, which I think is pretty good shape. Um, You know, looking ahead to round 19, I'm currently sitting at, um, well, let's have a look, eh? 14 currently for the round 19, which is pretty good. Um, and I might pump in another one or two, who knows, obviously in the lead up to that. So I think my numbers are looking pretty good for those two buys. Uh, have a look at your round 17, folks, because that's going to be tough as well with three teams on the buys and Origin affected as well. So um, look, let's let's um, wrap it up there. Um, oh, actually, we'll have a look at the VCs and Cs. For me this week, um, I really think that you could go yourself a Ponger if he's, he's on the popular list list of people bringing in just these guys who can go big hundreds um up against the roosters there manu i think is a probably decent vc or him or ponga go the fullbacks um in the in that game uh have a big ceiling on them, obviously playing um, this week against each other, but Manu in fullback is always gravy usually, and Ponga's looking in good shape, so I like them for a VC. Um, look, we talk about Parramatta. Um, Gutho could be a VC. I don't know if I'd be captaining him. Just say you, you VC in that uh, Knights versus the Roosters game. I wouldn't be captaining uh, Gutho, but I still think Gutho could go large this week. I would probably not be going Garrick either in the centres with no Tommy Turbo in the team, and no no uh, Daily Cherry Evans, but um, if you're not interested in a Ponga and you're not interested in a Manu, would I VC Garrick? Um, would I VC um, Gutho? Yes, I would. Because look, they both have hundreds in them. We saw Garrick last week with 160. I'm just a little bit more worried about you know the possibility. That's the thing, Garrick can score so large, but so can um, Manu and you know, we've seen Ponga in the past as well score really well. So there's where I'd be taking my VC from. Uh, when it comes to captains, um, you could go a safe pick like a Nick Meany um, if you're bringing in Jerome Hughes um, this week, you could pick him as a captain, but I really think you just go Nico Hines. You know, you've got a bowler in there as well who you could go a captain, but I, I just reckon it's Hines. The Hines show, Sunday at points bet, up against the Dogs after being left out of origin. If you don't have a captain on Hines, you're crazy. I think you find your VC in there because we've all got these free loops and all sorts. Um, find it in one of those early games and take a ceiling player, but you just go to Nico Hines in the last game. It screams, um, 
you know, go Hines. And maybe, you know, if you if you go on shit when you get to Saturday game, you know, the West Tigers, go and grab yourself a buller if you like. But I just reckon Hines is the is the way to go this week for captain. That's 8-0 for the TLT round 16 by um, I'm really hoping for some green arrows. I've got pretty good numbers this week as well. Um, look, that's super coach, isn't it? Uh, have a great week, guys. Um, good luck, and we'll talk to you again soon, eh? Kick and chase by Mullins. Kick and chase again by Mullins. This will be a miracle.